Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. You got to score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, Raider Nation. Another day back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Damon Cotton got Lindsey Brown along with us. Here today, another three hours. Unnecessary roughness in your ear hole. Very excited about the show that we have. This is coming off the heels of JT the Brick. Of course, he followed the morning tailgate this morning, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with Vinny, Heidi, and Clay. And so we're going to rock with you for the next three hours. Very excited about it. Got a lot to get to. Got some really good guests coming up today. And uh, hopefully we're going to hear a lot of good feedback from you, uh, both, both by way of the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. And, of course, our phone lines as well at 702-365-9200. There's a lot of reports going on. You could tell it's definitely the Raider offseason now. The NFL offseason is going on full throttle. Of course, the championship games are coming up this weekend. We're getting closer and closer to taking off for the Super Bowl. We're trying to put our plans together for that. There is a lot going on around here that we're very excited about, but there's a ton of reports that are coming out right now. One report is talking about the the chance of Derek Carr actually being traded to the Houston Texans. That was a team that we had uh, kind of floated out there and uh, talked to John McClain about multiple times. Like, hey, do you think Houston would be in, uh, you know, they would be thinking about Derek Carr, and he wasn't very high on that. He said, nah, they probably need a young guy. Uh, but that, that rumor is starting to float out there. And again, just rumor reports, nothing substantial, nothing that we're saying, hey, this is about to happen. Just what's out there right now. Also, uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN has put out that teams around the league expect the Raiders to aggressively tweak their roster, and that includes Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler getting their own guys while moving on from some team vets. NFL teams will keep an eye on tight end Darren Waller and wide receiver Hunter Renfro. That is per Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. And, uh, you know, these guys don't just come up with stuff and throw it against the wall and hope that it sticks. So, I mean, there's obviously uh, some kind of thought. There's some kind of theory behind that. Also on ESPN, Jeremy Fowler has put out a piece where they polled a bunch of NFL executives and and GMs and kind of scattershot with a bunch of different quarterbacks thinking whether they're going to sign. So uh, at some point, maybe we'll go over that piece. But right now, those couple reports that are out right now, Derek Carr could be potentially traded to the Houston Texans, according to some. And uh, also teams around the league are paying attention to Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro to see if they will be available from the silver and black. So as we get information, or if if we get information, we'll definitely bring it to you. But uh, very excited about the next three hours we have for the show. Got a lot to get to in a short amount of time, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Coming up at 2.30, Bonte Hill from 95.7 The Game. He makes a return visit to the show, and he was on just a few weeks ago when the Raiders were, were going to be hosting the San Francisco 49ers, the second-to-last game of the regular season. He's going to be on today because quite a bit of people talked about quarterback Trey Lance yesterday on the show. A lot of people hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line and said, what about getting Trey Lance out of San Francisco? And my answer was, I don't know. I don't know who Trey Lance is. I don't know what he brings to the table, but I know who does, right? So I know that Bonte Hill, they cover the San Francisco 49ers like a glove. So I'll get his thoughts straight up. You know, has Brock Purdy done enough to all of a sudden be QB1 in San Francisco next year? You know, is there a chance that they have him battle it out? I don't know the answers to that. I don't know how the 49ers feel about Trey Lance because he hasn't been out there enough. We went over his career stats. It's not very many. Instead of just putting the numbers down, they should have put not much. 
<laughs> right? That's what it should have said. Under team stats or under stats, not much because that's what he has. He has not much out there. So we'll talk to Bonte Hill coming up at 2.30 about Trey Lance and what his thoughts are on him, if he even thinks he could be a franchise quarterback in the NFL, not necessarily for the Raiders, but for any team out there. So that's coming up at 2.30. At 3 o'clock, Graham Coffee from DogCentral.com. He'll join the show to talk all things Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, obviously, the Raiders went and dipped into the Georgia talent pool last year in the draft when uh, Dave Ziegler went and got Zamir White in the fourth round. Now, of course, he didn't get a lot of burn. That was Josh Jacobs' fault. Josh Jacobs wasn't coming off the field, right? Not, not Zamir White's fault. That was Josh Jacobs' fault. He did not come off the field, so Zamir didn't get very much burn. But we know how talented the now back-to-back national champions are. And there's a lot of really good players. And, of course, everyone's looking at Carter, right? I mean, he's going to be the first one drafted. Uh, but they have tackles. They have left tackles. They have right tackles. They have guys on defense. They have cornerbacks. They have safeties. There's a lot of guys from those Georgia Bulldog team that are going to be in the upcoming NFL draft. So we'll just kind of pick... Graham Coffey's brain when it comes to what to expect from the guys that are draft eligible when it comes to the Georgia Bulldogs. That's kind of how we're doing this right now. Again, it's a long way away from the NFL draft, so don't want to sit here and deep dive into, you know, what round this guy is going to go in and if you got to trade up to go get this guy. Look, I just want to do some background on the players that are going to be available. So uh, when you dip into Georgia, you have a lot of players to talk about. So Graham Coffey, DogCentral.com will join us at 3 o'clock. Then, we got Cover 3 NFL News and Notes. We'll do that at 3.30 today. I'm excited about our conversation at 4 p.m. Very excited about this conversation. Trey Mosley, TreyMosley.com. And you're probably thinking, who the hell is Trey Mosley? Well, that's a good question. He is a dude that is a voice actor. He's a voiceover guy, and he's done a lot of work. DeMond, do you have that, do you have that sound that I sent you? He's done so much work. Uh, all over the place. He's done stuff with Madden. He's done stuff with uh, cartoons. He's done. I mean, he's just done a lot of work. He's also done stuff with the Silver and Black. So if you're wondering who Trey Mosley is, just take a listen. And having the ability for us to be unified and unify the building, we need to have that in place. We have that in place here. And the Steelers here on Christmas Eve win it on the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, 13 to 10 over the Raiders. With the playoffs now all but out of reach, there's still work to be done. And analyzing ways to improve is essential to long-term success. To get to where the Raiders want to be, sometimes that includes difficult decisions. That's Trey Mosley right there. The voiceover that you heard, not Dave Ziegler, not Jason Horowitz, but the voiceover that you heard right there, the deep voice guy. That's Trey Mosley. That was from Behind the Shield, the final chapter of the uh, 2022 regular season for the Silver and Black. He is a big fan of the Raiders, so he has an opportunity to live his dream by working with the Raiders as a voiceover guy. So going to have a little bit of fun come 4 o'clock with Trey Mosley. TreyMosley.com does a lot of voiceover work. I think that that's going to be a really fun conversation. We'll hear that coming up at 4 o'clock. And then at 4.30, Coach Ken Ward from Basic High School. He actually was the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week recipient for uh, the boys' football season a year ago. Well, this is for girls flag football from a week ago. Uh, He's going to join the show at 4.30 to talk about receiving the award and what they're doing at Basic High School for girls flag football. Again, remember, it's a scholarship sport. Scholarship sport. Let me remind you, if you can get a scholarship in anything and get your education paid for in anything, you're doing really well. I can tell my son all the time who is not a D1 athlete, but he's a D2 athlete, but he's got someone else paying for his education, not me. He's already succeeded, (laughs) right? If you can get a scholarship in anything, I don't care if it's an underwater basket weaving. If If you can get a scholarship in it, then damn it, get your weave on. 
<laughs> right? I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, that's that's a sign of success. So uh, Coach Ken Ward, Basic High School, he'll join us at 4.30. So Bonte Hill at 2.30, Graham Coffee at 3, Trey Mosley at 4, Coach Ken Ward will close us out at 4.30. Those are the guests that we have coming up on the show today. Very excited about it. Let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. And in the spirit of having fun, which is what I like to do, if you're not having fun when you're doing radio, you're doing it wrong, first of all. I mean, we could be super serious and get angry and do that, but I also like to have fun in the spirit of good conversation at the same time. So I want to play a little bit of a game. But at the same time, throw out a topic to you, and we'd love to hear your response on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R, and, of course, the listener line as well, 702-365-9200. We've spent a lot of the last few shows talking about defense, defense, defense. And, I mean, I, I, can, I can go on and on about the defense and how it needs to be improved. We've also had conversations, and I brought it up myself, and I actually thought about this topic on the drive home from uh, work last night because I'm sick like that. I can't just ever just leave the show and just, you know, like listen to some music on the way home. No, I got to be in the zone. I got to be thinking about the show at all time. So I, I mentioned on the show yesterday that it would be cool it'd be great to see the Raiders have a quarterback that was just a badass, right? A dude that you just knew was elite. And at some point, we'll get to an elite conversation. Uh, quarterbacks uh, and do tiers and elite quarterbacks across the league, something that I heard with the, uh, the morning tailgate. I thought it was a pretty intriguing conversation. Maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. So I was thinking while I was driving, I said, Q, what would you rather have, though? If you could only pick one, Q, what would you rather have? Would you rather have the Raiders have a badass defense or have a badass quarterback. And as soon as I said it like that, out loud, driving in my car by myself, I talked to myself because my myself's not going to argue with me, you know, so I'm good. I know I'm going to win that conversation. I thought, boom, there it is right there. Let's do this or that. So Raider Nation and Demond, I'll start with you. This or that. You can only pick one. Would you rather the Raiders have a badass quarterback where you knew that he was one of the best in the league or a badass defense that could potentially stop? That badass quarterback. Which one would you rather have? This or that? Badass QB? Badass defense? Why? Um, first off, I'm going to go with a selfish reason. A badass defense because as us as the media, it'll there are more players that we could talk to, that we could get familiar with when it comes to access to the players. So that reason I'm taking a badass defense selfishly there. But also on the field when it comes to team success, we've seen that maybe you can't win the title depending on how badass the defense is. But you can get pretty darn close to the mountaintop with a badass defense and an average quarterback. So with that San being Francisco's said, Francisco's doing it right now. Exactly. Where you see that's a blueprint that you can follow. But a badass quarterback, who knows what could happen? The defense that could still be an issue for this team, or hey, you never know. What if the weapons around him let him down in big moments? But a badass defense—that's something that the Raider franchise hasn't had in a while, and it'd be fun to watch. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Well, that's the question I ask you, and it's funny because. I, I was I was saying this, and I was I was bringing it up to myself as I mentioned, and I kept floating it back and forth, and I was thinking, uh, you know, I can't be greedy and pick both, right? I mean, obviously that'd be ideal, you know, have the QB and have the defense, but Rome wasn't built overnight, so you know, at some point maybe they will have both, but for the right now, for the present, I do think that I would rather have the badass defense, you know, because you just have bet I think a, a better chance to to stick around in games and, and give yourself a, a chance at game, and we've seen. Good quarterbacks, and I will never take anything from Derek Carr. He's at least, a, at the very end of the day, at the bottom, he's a, a top 15 quarterback, right? 
And I believe, and I know Raider Mac doesn't agree with me, I believe you can win with a top 15 quarterback if you do have that badass defense because that badass defense is going to help you. So I'm going to rock with that. I'm going to rock with the badass defense. But I do want to hear from you. And the other reason why I say this is, okay, if the Raiders are making this decision, all right, well, what is the team going to try to dedicate themselves to this year? If they were to, say, dedicate themselves to a badass quarterback, maybe they don't go and try to upgrade the defense like we all keep saying hopefully they do. So maybe they're making that same decision, you know, either or. So that's why I say, well, why? Why, why, why do you choose one way or the other? And they might. They might go in that. And like Rainer Mack, I, I use him for example because I remember his call, in, you know, like it was yesterday. Called and said, trade up for, for Bryce Young. Bryce Young's going to be a really successful quarterback, which we don't know for sure. He looks like he's the part, but we don't know for sure. But that would be moving up from seven all the way to one. So if you believe that he's that badass, like I think that's Caleb Williams. I believe Caleb Williams is the guy that's worth trading up from seven to one to go get. But that's just me. You know, he might get to the league and be a bust for all I know, right? I mean, obviously, we've never seen any of these guys in the league. That would be a guy that I would say, well, you kind of already built your defense last year. Maybe you could trade up and go and go get that guy if, if still needed. But that's me. Raider Mack is willing to trade up, so he believes that that, 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 that badass quarterback is what, is what he really wants. I just don't think that you're able to do both. So we'd love to hear from you. 702-365-9200. Also to don'tbebroke.com. Text line 69187, keyword r Don't forget, coming up at 2.30, Bonte Hill from 95.7 The Game. The Morning Roast will join us to talk all things Trey Lance. Maybe he's a badass quarterback. We don't know. It's going to be fun saying badass all day, huh? <laughs> I think I said badass about 25 times in the first 10 minutes of the show, but that's cool. But let's go out to the phone line, 702-365-9200. Who we got up first, Damon? Our guy Cam in Australia. Cam from Down Under. Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, how are you, Q? How are I'm, you, Damon? Happy uh, New fantastic. Year. Happy New uh, Year's. I a chance to, yeah, I haven't had a chance to call lately. I've been flat out. But uh, I'm, I rang mainly just to say, just so I could say badass on the radio in an Aussie <laughs> accent. And uh, I reckon oh, we really need a badass defense. Like, I'm 55. I remember the old days, and we were nasty. And I'd love to get back to a bit of nasty. Okay, I like it. I like it. Great stuff. Defense. He's talking about the defense. He'd like to get back to the nasty. I really like that as a promo, too, by the way. I think that that's very promo-worthy, right? That was a good call right there. Uh, it's great to hear from you, Cam. And, uh, yeah, I- I'm with you. And, you know, the thing about it, kind of what, going back to what you're saying, DeMond, if you do have a quarterback that is, you know, average to good, you, you really still have an opportunity. Again, Brock Purdy ain't lost a game. And in San Francisco, they have exactly that, a badass defense. And that's a lot of the reason why he hasn't lost the game. He didn't even play that well against the Cowboys, and they still won. Would it be better if we actually started to name some names of players that you would rather see? Because in theory, yes, we could say we'd rather have the badass defense. But if it was, let's say, Aaron Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback or your guy, Deron Payne, and mm-hmm. let's say who like the uh, safety, you know, two, let's say two Pro Bowl caliber players that would be available in free agency this offseason. You know, where that way it becomes more real as opposed to just saying, hey, well, no, I would just, take. It's just the dedication to the positions, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you're, if you're looking for that defense, if you're all in on the defense, then they've got a lot of work to do. They've got to go out there and, and, and address it because right now the only badass on the defense is Max Crosby. So they're going to need to address the D-line. They're going to need to address the linebackers. Going back to what we talked about yesterday about all the different areas, like I said, I put five starters, five new starters on the defensive side of things. Now, if they're going to go out and make some moves, you know, I've heard people talk about Jalen Ramsey. Okay, that's a really good corner. 
I don't think he's the shutdown corner that he was, you know, a couple years ago, but that's a really good corner. So if you have like a Jalen Ramsey and a Nate Hobbs and then a Deron Payne, so maybe you go and get a guy by way of trade, you go and sign a guy in free agency, and then you also add a couple guys in, in the draft. Now you're cooking with grease. That, now I think you have a good opportunity for a really good defense. Yeah, because when you when you put it like that, it would it's ludicrous to say, I, I turn all of that down just for Aaron Rodgers. When we actually start putting some names to who would be on this badass defense, it would be ludicrous to say, yeah, I would still rather just give me Aaron Rodgers well, for two Well, unless you believe that you can outscore everybody. Unless you believe, and I'm not saying that I sign up for this, but if you believe that, you know what, you could just outscore everybody. Because the thing about it is, obviously the Raiders have felt for a long time that they can outscore everybody. Or else they would have addressed the defense in a major way, right? It has been so long since they had a really good defense. So does that mean that they thought, you know what, going to go out and get Henry Ruggs, got Darren Waller, got you know Hunter Renfro, got this, that, and the other, and... Josh Jacobs, and they're just going to outscore everybody. Or do they think that, hey, you know what, it's going to be a more balanced team. Like San Francisco, for example, they built their team with the thoughts of this defense is going to dominate, and then we're going to build everything around the run game and the offense, and then we're going to throw the quarterback in there. And they thought Trey Lance, when they went and made the move for him, he was going to be that dynamic dude, that Patrick Mahomes type guy, and, well, he's just not been on the field enough. So that's, I mean, that's a, another train of thought, but I'm totally with you where you're going with this. 702-365-9200. Who we got up next? Speak of him, and he will call Raider Mac. <laughs> Raider Mac, welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> hey, my guys. What's up, man? Hey, you guys, you, you guys are missing a point. Here's the point, Q. We talking about winning Super Bowls. We ain't talking about just winning in the regular season. We talking about Super Bowl. It's only been six quarterbacks. Listen to me. Six quarterbacks in the since the Super Bowl in 1966, the first Super Bowl, it's only been six quarterbacks that, that's not in the Hall of Fame that won the Super Bowl. The rest of them have been, been quarterbacks, superstars. You cannot win with no average quarterback. You, so you want a badass quarterback is what you're telling me. Okay, it's only been five. No, no, it's only been five, six quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Six quarterbacks have not won the this, that won the Super Bowl that's not in the Hall of Fame. Everybody else is in there. So that's like 40-some 40 40 or 30-some gotcha. guys that's been in the Super Bowl. What I'm trying to say, if you don't move up and take a chance like like what, what, what Kansas City did, all these other teams have taken a chance and moved up. I'm not saying go to number one, but at least get C.J. Stroud. You cannot win with Brady. Brady is, is a one-and-done deal, man. We need consistency. That's the problem with the Raiders. The, the Raiders. We have not been. We we had two winning seasons in twenty years. Come on, man. We got we got to change this and consistent. So so I'm asking, do you want the badass quarterback or the badass defense? You can only have one. I Which one do you want? I want the quarterback. Okay. Man, your hey, defense, that's hey, what I'm asking. Man, that's why he <laughs> went with the worst defense in the league. So did Peyton Manning. Remember when Peyton Manning and and, and the um they were horrible. Their defense was horrible. The Colts. Defense was horrible, and they won the Super Bowl against the Bears. Go look at the stats. I got you. Defense I got you. Good, I, I I got you. You need a quarterback. Okay, I got you. And, and and we'll go through the history of the of the Super Bowls, and we'll go through the the, the Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and not we're not gonna do that right now, though. Real quick, that that Colts defense, they had some dudes. Maybe they weren't collectively the best defense, but you had Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis on the edge, Bob Sanders playing safety, where they had some some all pros. They might not have been the best defense overall, but they had some all pros playing at some key positions. All right, all right, let's keep the party rolling, man. Let's not get too sidetracked. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Who's up next? Raider Fish in Berkeley. Oh, here we go. Raider Fish, what's up, man? 
Oh, yeah, baby. Hey, you picked a good one right here. But first of all, you know, we from the Bay Area, man. We like to get it up out the water on top of the water. Now, that being said, you know, you give me a caveat of, hey, you know, you can lose this and go get 10 Gs, or you can keep that and have 9 Gs. You know, we wired the wall. How can I get all 19,000? Okay? <laughs> well, that being said, though, if you give me the caveat of consistent consistent average or above average QB play, then we want that badass defense. Now, let me just give you this analogy. I'm going to be out, okay? Listen, uh, a good quarterback is like when you step to a woman and you got that good game, okay? But if you want to keep her, ask any woman if you got your D together, she going to stay. Now, hold on because we got rated X minded Raider fans. I'm talking about dexterity, diversity, determination, okay? All the D's together, including that other one. But if you got your D together, <laughs> then she can come and go, but it'll be your choice. So give me, hey, give me that defense, baby. Hey, show up, show up. I'm just weird, baby, when you go out, right? There you go. Raider Mac, one of the badass quarterback. Raider Fish, talking about that badass D again. I'm riding with the defense as well, man. That's just kind of where I'm rolling. And, and I understand the quarterback, and you need to have that dynamic quarterback. But I'll tell you what, man, ain't everybody, ain't everybody in the Hall of Fame that won the, uh, the won the Super Bowl. But we'll get to that, like I said, at another point. But let's go ahead and get one more call in at least. 702-365-9200. Who's up, Damon? Raider Rowe. Raider Rowe. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, what's up, Q? Thanks for having me, man. Hey. I know a lot of badass quarterbacks couldn't do it without a badass defense. There you go. Jeez, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about the badass defense, brother. All right. Thanks I, a lot. Take my call, man. Hey, I like it. I like it. Raider Road, quick and, 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 and right to the point, man. Good stuff. I like that. We got one more. Let's go ahead and squeeze one more in. Go ahead, Demond. Who's up next? Mountain Man Raider. Mountain Man. Hey, we got him out the mountains. Come on, brother. What's on your mind? Hey, yo, man. I just got to say, usually I'd say the defense. But since we did this to Carr, I got to say we got a badass quarterback in okay. place Carr. Okay. All right. That, that'll work. What, what, are you, what are you feeling from the quarterback position? Who are you looking for? Are you looking for anyone in particular? You know, I've been really debating this. I definitely do not want to see Tom Brady ever in a Raiders uniform. Aaron Rodgers, I'm on the fence, but I want someone young. Okay. All right. That'll work. Someone young. I like it. Thank you, my man. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to go to the uh, dobybroke.com text line real quick. Big Dub Raider said, Raider Mac, only one team has won a Super Bowl with a 20th or lower defense. Brady got to a bowl with a 31st ranked D but didn't win. Go Raiders. That's uh, Big Dub Raider talking about uh, badass defense. All right, let's get one more call in. One more quick one. Who we got? Hardcore Raider. Hardcore. What's on your mind, brother? Yo, what up? Hey, can you name any quarterback that you remember went either going to the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl that was the highest paid quarterback at the time or top five highest paid quarterbacks at the time? Oh man, you got me lying. I don't know. I don't know different details on people's contracts, right? I can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, I, I ain't trying to put you on blast. I'm just saying. No, like, no, I just if it's you look good. at yeah. If you look at it, the answer is like no. Like these teams that go to the Super Bowl, it's a team effort and. You know, I'm an offensive guy, so it's hard for me to say this, but we need defense. It's a team sport. Dude. The, the, the times the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, they had an awesome defense, a pretty darn good defense. So look at the Giants when they went to the Super Bowl. They had an awesome defense. Look at the Ravens back in the early 2000s. I mean, we, we got to do something with the defense, Q. We cannot go another year and not address these major issues. If you pay a quarterback, you're not going to have that money. If we keep Jacobs – we can run the ball. We already have enough weapons on offense besides maybe one or two offensive linemen. 
I mean, we can win a lot of freaking games if they do the right thing and go defense. So defense, defense, defense. Let's go. I like it. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you can go ahead and keep that feedback coming. Of course, you can get the don'tbebroke.com text line. Mailman Raider Max, he said, Q, give me a badass defense. Also, I want a badass coach. Remember when Hugh Jackson turned Darren McFadden into a monster after we all thought he was a bust? I want a coach that could do us for us instead of a guy who wants his guys. That's Mailman Raider Max, uh, East Bay Raider Gray. Check Matt Stafford with the Rams last year. Boom, perfect example. Matt Stafford, thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't going to bring up Matt Stafford because everyone thinks I'm a hater of Matt Stafford. I'm not, but he sure ain't no Hall of Fame quarterback. Matter of fact, he's very similar to the quarterback that the Raiders have had for the last nine years, in my opinion. He's been in a bad situation, hadn't had a very good team around him, even though he did have a Hall of Famer in Calvin Johnson. Outside of that, he put up a lot of good numbers, but he didn't win a lot. You know why? Because the team wasn't very good. He ends up going to L.A. with a lot of talent and a badass defense and goes and wins the Super Bowl. He had, I mean, he had Aaron Donald. He had Jalen Ramsey. He had linebackers that were studs. I mean, he had a defense that shut down Cincinnati. What's the last memory that you have of the Super Bowl from last year? Was it not Aaron Donald throwing Joe Burrow around? And then putting his hand up in the air with a, a, on his ring finger, pointing to his ring finger. That's the last memory I have from last year. So I do think, again, going back to the conversation, a quarterback, look, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl not too long ago. You know how he did it? Because he had that underdog defense in Philly. Weren't they wearing dog masks at that time? Because they felt like everyone disrespected him? Nick Foles ain't no Hall of Famer. He's not even a Hall of Good. Right? I mean, he's not even a Hall of Good. He's like a backup now. Where is he at? Where is he at? Third string on the Colts. Third string on the Colts. Third. Third. Come on. Joe Flacco. He won. How did he win? Badass defense. Right? Ask ask, uh, San Francisco fans. How did he win? Badass defense. Let's see. Who else? Brad Johnson. Well, you know that, Raider Nation. You remember how Brad Johnson won? It wasn't because Brad Johnson was slinging the rock all over the place. It's because they had a badass defense, and they picked off Rich Gannon five times. Right? Can I, should I go on? Who else? Jim McMahon. How about when Jim McMahon won with the Bears? It wasn't because Jim McMahon was the greatest quarterback. It was because they had a badass defense. It's possible. It could be done. 226 at the time. When we come back, Bonte Hill, 95-7 the game. He'll join us to talk about Trey Lance. Is he a badass quarterback? We'll find out. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. We've been playing this or that. We'll get back to that in just a little bit, but I did want to throw out the topic so you know. Would you rather have, and you can only pick one, you can't have both, at least not right now, at least not immediately. Ideally, yes, but not right now. Would you rather have the badass quarterback? Would you rather have the badass D? Again, you can't pick both. Only pick one. So let us know. Don'tbebroke.com, text line 69187, keyword R&R. And, of course, our listener line, once we uh, don't have a guest, at 702-365-9200. Brazy in Vegas said, defense wins championships. Look, every time the number one offense wins against the number one D in the Super Bowl, the defense won. Let's get some badass defense in the silver and black. That's Brazy in Vegas. 
East Bay Raider Gray said Trent Dilfer. Another one said Trent Dilfer, referring back to quarterbacks who are not Hall of Famers that won Super Bowls. Uh, Big Dub Raider said, sorry, Q, I should have answered the question. LOL, I want a badass defense. Linebackers and safeties flying around to the ball. Go Raiders. Also, uh, another one, I agree, defense wins Super Bowls. Stidham is more than capable of leading this team. Focus on defense, and we'll have a different team next year. Again, we're efforting Bonte Hill from 95-7 the game. Uh, the morning roast to join us to talk about a quarterback in Trey Lance who, who knows, may be available in the offseason. Uh, also, Gizmo said, I may be a young fan, but if my history is correct, our Raiders franchise won all three of their Lombardis on the back of their grittiest defenses of the time. Let's get back to that. Top flight shutdown defense. That's Raiders football. Got another text. Build that defense. Uh, got another one. Uh, yeah, we said, okay. Aaron Rodgers. Here we go. Sir Whiskey Ray. Q&D, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP consecutive years and also had the number one seed as well. What happened? They lost both times in the divisional round with the so-so defense. An elite quarterback doesn't mean jack crap. It's all about an elite defense. Give me a badass defense and the championship will come. That's from Sir Whiskey Ray. Definitely appreciate that. I uh, got another text. We've had an average-ass an average quarterback for nine years. I now would like to see a badass quarterback in the silver and blank. That's fine, too. That's why the options are out there. That's why we're playing this or that. This or that. So we'll get to that in just a few minutes. We'll get back to that. Uh, also, one more text, 805 Raider. It's time to build the team in the image of Howie Long, Lyle Zeta, Lester Hayes, and others and get a dominant D. That's 805 Raider. Again, you can keep those, uh, those messages coming in on our don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. Right now, joining us on the phone lines is our good friend, Bonte Hill, 95.7 The Game, The Morning Roast, and just about everything else going on in the Bay Area. Bonte has got his fingerprints on. And so, Bonte, appreciate your time as always, my man, and we were talking about quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, the Raiders have a need at a quarterback, and Trey Lance kept coming up yesterday, and people asked me what I thought of him, and Bonte, I, I had to be honest. I was like, I don't know, because I don't think there's enough out there on him right now, so I, I, w- I wanted to go to you. What are your thoughts when it comes to Trey Lance? Who exactly is Trey Lance? Well, you know, it's unfortunate that we've only seen him play, let me say, 13 quarters of football in the regular season. Now, I know you remember the hype video, Shasky and the high Q. It was one of the greatest throwing practices I've ever seen from a quarterback. This was last year, of course, his rookie season. Hell, even the voice of the four there said, wow, look at this guy throw. I mean, the players were gravitating towards him. They were oohing it on. And then we didn't see him much his rookie year, right? He plays on a first drive. There was a touchdown pass at Trent Surfield. You see him start the Arizona game where he rushes for 16 times. We're like, oh, that's, that's not really what we were hoping. Now, he didn't win the Houston-Texas game late in the season. That was a do-or-die game for the 49ers. He threw some great passes after some rust in the first half. Again, we saw him for five quarters this season, Q. <laughs> yeah. Five quarters. And in one of the games, we know the monsoon hit in Chicago. It was an ideal throwing condition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, you know, when we saw him the Seahawks game, didn't last the first quarter with the broken fibula. So we don't really know who he is. We think that he could be a really good pocket quarterback. However, there's this narrative around him that, hey, he's a running quarterback. But it's not like he's Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have that wiggle like those guys. He's built more like a fullback. So I think his promise is that he could be a pocket quarterback who could evade a rush, throw the ball down the field, has a strong arm. He can make all the throws on the football field. Now, whether or not it hits a receiver in the hands, that's another question. (laughs) Um, But we really don't know much about Trey Lance. We really don't. Do you think that he is a guy that you could see being a franchise quarterback for some team in the league? I think it's, he could still be that guy for the 49ers. Okay. Um, I, I truly do, especially with Kyle Shanahan and the way he draws up plays and the weapons that he has. Listen, 
He played. He started four football games. Mm-hmm. Three of the football games he started, George Kittle was not available. Now, mind you, Christian McCaffrey didn't come until uh, a couple weeks before the bye week, so he has to play with CNC. He's only played with George Kittle one time, which was a win against the Texans. Again, people are going to say, well, it's just the Houston Texans. Well, it was a game cue that if the 49ers lose, they don't go to the playoffs. They don't get to the NFC Championship game against the L.A. Rams. They had to win that game. So we really don't know. I still believe he has a lot of promise. Now he has a lot of play. He hasn't played a lot of football in the last four mm-hmm. years. And we see the same thing going on with the Golden State Warriors and James Wiseman. Doesn't have a lot of reps. Yeah. We don't really know who he is because we haven't seen him play. And that's been a big detriment to Trey Lance's development. We just haven't seen him play, and he hasn't played much football since 2018. Talking right now with Bonte Hill from 95.7 The Game here on Radio Nation Radio 920 and Necessary Roughness. My man DeMond's got one for you. I don't think that the 49ers are willing to give up on him just yet, but with the quarterback yeah. that, like we said, we've, we haven't seen that much of him, what do you think his trade value would be this upcoming offseason? I, I don't think there's any value. Okay. I mean, you there think it about is. what the Niners gave up for Trey Lynch, right? A couple first-round picks, a second-round pick. I mean, you gave up heaven and earth to mm-hmm. go get Trey Lynch. Uh, right now, without not seeing any film, what do you get, a fifth-round pick, a fourth-round pick? I think the 49ers are going to stand pat. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of rumors this offseason about Trey Lance getting shipped off and that the future is Brock Purdy. We still don't know about that, despite all the columns being written about Brock Purdy. Can he throw outside the numbers? That is Brock Purdy. We're going to see a lot this Sunday in Philadelphia. Um, I think the quarterback, as is, with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, think about the cap. Uh that's only $11 million towards your quarterback room. That is a bargain. You know, you think about Jared Goff and the money he's making with Detroit, what Derek Carr was making with the Raiders last season. Mm-hmm. To only have a million, $11 million invested in the quarterback room next season with Trey Lynch and Brock Purdy, I think that's a benefit for Trey, for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and the 49ers. You can continue to develop Trey Lynch. You don't have to rush him. You know what Brock Purdy can do. And if Brock Purdy slips up, then boom, we got Trey Lance ready to go. I think this is the best situation for Trey Lance. This offense, run first offense with all the weapons that he has. I, I would be very shocked if the Niners gave the keys to Brock Purdy this offseason and said, the heck with Trey Lance, we're going to pivot and we're going to go sign a veteran quarterback. I think they should keep Trey Lance, develop him. He still has a world talent. Again, he could make all the throws. I mean, some of the deep balls he throws, Q, and everybody out there in Vegas, it is beautiful. So, I don't see anything happening. I think he has no value right now. You're going to get pennies on a dollar for Trey Lance. You might as well keep him. And, yeah, that sounds like the best option for them <laughs> right. to keep him. But what about Trey Lance as a locker room presence? I'm not saying that he's a bad guy at all, but sitting on the right. bench when you probably thought you were getting the keys to the franchise could grade on some people a little bit. So how's Trey Lance taking that, do you think? I, I think Trey Lance has been a great locker room guy. I mean, you see him on Instagram sharing all the photos from his teammates. You see him on the sidelines. He's traveling with the football team. There's this notion, this narrative out there that, oh, Trey Lance is really bad at Brock Purdy. Well, whenever Brock Purdy goes to the sideline, Trey Lance is right there with the iPad. <laughs> He's right there with him with the Microsoft Surface, I should say, going over the plays, going over the defense and helping out Brock Purdy. I think there's no ill will. Uh, Trey Lance comes from a football family. Remember, his father had a cup of coffee with the San Francisco 49ers as a defensive back. Um, you think about all the upbringing in Minnesota, playing in the wing T offense, going to North Dakota State, which is the Alabama of FCS, <laughs> and being a great teammate there. I think there would be no – look, this guy had to deal with Jimmy Garoppolo getting signed back and handled it like a champ. Yeah. How many quarterbacks would handle that? Knowing that the quarterback who's been there with the 49ers, led on the two of the C championship games, and the Super Bowl appearance has been signed late in the season to back you up. 
there was already pressure there, and I thought Trey handled it like a champ. He's already acting like a veteran. So if he is around and if Brock Purdy starts, I think Trey Lance will be a good teammate. He'll sit on the bench. He'll support Brock Purdy and wait for his opportunity. Vontae Hill is our guest here from 95.7 The Game on Raider Nation Radio 920. So it sounds to me like you're expecting, at the very worst, maybe a competition between Purdy and Trey Lance in the offseason. Absolutely. I, I th- and I think that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Now, Brock has looked phenomenal. Um, now, he has struggled in the last three first halves, right? Against Arizona, Seattle, and, of course, the Dallas Cowboys, which I think is the fastest defense the Niners will face all this season, including Philadelphia's. I think Dallas is a tad faster, a little more athletic. Brock Purdy does make some things happen, but we're starting to see some flaws in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Looking down receivers, he got away with a couple of no throws the last couple of weeks, especially against Seattle in that first half. So I do believe that Kyle Shanahan is going to say, look, we're paying Brock Purdy Trey Lynch is our former first-round pick. Trey, you really want this job? Opening competition. We're going to split the reps. I anticipate that happening. Now, again, there's columns out there saying that, hey, Brock Purdy's already secured the bag. He's already got the number one spot. But I don't think Shanahan's just going to give it to him like that, just like he didn't give it to Jimmy Garoppolo last season. Shanahan slipped up this year. After all last season saying, oh, I don't know about a quarterback competition, this year he said it. Yeah, there was a window where there was a quarterback competition. He admitted it, so I think Shanahan will continue to go down that route with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. You mentioned some of the oh-no throws that Brock Purdy's made in the playoffs so far. How do you think he's going to fare against this Eagles defense, as we've been talking about it for about two weeks now, that it had 70 sacks in the regular mm-hmm. season? Yeah, it's wild. 70 sacks, man. That's an extremely high number. I mean, the second-place team for the Kansas City Chiefs with 55 sacks. First of all, I'm thinking, how the hell did Kansas City amass 55 sacks with that defense? But the fact that they were second, and Philadelphia's had 15 more sacks. Now, look, you want to go strength the schedule? Sure. This defensive line is the strength of their team. It may be the best defensive line in all of football. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox, Hargraves, Brandon Graham. All of a sudden, Hassan Reddick looks like an all-star. Looks like a pro Bowl player coming off the edge for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, the 49ers are going to have to run the ball. There's no doubt about it. Last year in week two, it was tough for them to run that football, especially in the first half against that ferocious front. So how do you control the front four? How do you control their deep line? Of course, Sue and Joseph will come off the bench in the middle. And we had Baldy on our show today on the morning roast on 95-7 game, and he mentioned how Philadelphia loves to run a five-man front. They will go with a five-man front. Well, that, to me, if Shanahan could diagram some plays, get that run game going, all of a sudden you get past that first level and stuff to put daylight. You got DBs and, and, and one linebacker in the middle of the field. That, to me, spells that the Niners can get some big plays in the run game, but you have to win a line of scrimmage. This is a line of scrimmage, you know, backyard brawl type mm-hmm. of football game. It's going to be a fist fight. You have to run the ball and slow down that pass rush. You don't want to put Purdy in third nine, third and seven, because you saw it last week. Third long situations were not pretty for the 49ers, especially in the first three quarters of the football game. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's going to be interesting, Bonte. I'm excited, man. It's playoff football the way you just described it, man. It's going to be a back a backyard brawl. So we'll close out on this. What's your gut feeling, man? Does San Francisco advance to Arizona or does Philadelphia, Philadelphia move on? Listen, the Eagle fans have been more cockier than the Cowboy fans. They've been a little <laughs> more delusional than Cowboy fans, and I didn't think that was possible. I really didn't. I'm heading to Philadelphia, Q. We're taking the show on the road to Philadelphia. Nice. We'll be out there at the 2-1-5, decked out in red and gold. And everybody said, oh, you may not want to wear your Niners gear. Oh, man, I went to the black hole. All right? I'm going to wear your Niners gear. It's all good. It's not like we're going to war. Where are we going? Saudi Arabia? You know what I'm saying? Back in the early 90s? No, we're not. 
we're going to a football game, and we will be repping hard. And I expect at 3.30 p.m. West Coast time Sunday that the Niners will be wearing hats and T-shirts saying NFC champions mm. on those T-shirts. So I expect to be in Glendale, Arizona. I expect the Niners to find a way to win this football game. It's going to be physical. It's going to be hard. They're explosive on offense. I get all that. The weakness of the 49ers defense is the secondary. I do have nightmares about A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith getting deep. But you know what? This Niners team is resilient. That defense shows up when they need to show up. And I believe the offense will make just enough plays to offset whatever Philadelphia does. I expect a 23-20 victory for the 49ers on Sunday. Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, there you go, man. Hey, have a great trip to Philly. Uh, We'll see you in Glendale. I mean, you're punching your ticket, so we'll see you in Glendale when you get there. I'm excited about that. DeMond, before we let him go, do you have any kind of warrior question, or are you going to save it? You're going to be a little respectful. Hey, DeMond, you know what time it is tomorrow. (laughs) I know what time it is tomorrow. The Grizzlies, they didn't lost three straight on this West Coast road trip, and they got to get a win eventually, and it's going to be against those Warriors. I hate to say it. They mad now. Make it forward, DeMar. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We, the West is still y'all's, right? I mean, y'all haven't been to stage since Christmas Day. And I just said it's so you guys. And I got to take the temperature of the Memphis Grizzlies. You know what? I expect the text from you tomorrow. There we, it is. We ain't worried about nobody in the West. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Y'all better be worried about someone in the West. Bonte, fantastic stuff as always, man. I appreciate you. Really, though, be safe on your trip to Philly, and uh, we'll talk soon. Hey, love you guys out there in Vegas. Keep doing the damn thing. Will do. Appreciate you, brother. There he is, Bonte Hill, 95.7 The Game, at Bonte Hill on Twitter. And that's awesome, man. That's awesome to take the trip to, uh, to Philly for that game. That's going to be a hell of a game. So excited about that. And that's what you live for, man, to have a radio show and take it to the actual site of where it's going down, it gets no better than that. 2.46 is the time. Definitely appreciate Bonte Hill and his time. You know what? Let's go ahead and give something. I'm in the giving mood, man. Call number nine right now, 702-365-9200. We're doing it all week long. Black Crows tickets. You want them? We got them. Black Crows tickets. You want them? We got them. Call number nine is what we're looking for right now, 702-365-9200. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. It's unnecessary roughness. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. All right, we got a winner for the Black Crows tickets. We're giving them out all week long. Shout out to my guy Richard. But as you heard the rejoiner there, this or that, that's what we're doing. Many shout out to my guy Bonte Hill from 95.7 The Game. Gave us a little background on Trey Lance and was very confident in the 49ers' ability to go to Philadelphia and get that win over the Eagles. I'm not confident like Bonte is. Bonte believes that the 49ers are about to move the, the mountains and the, the earth and, and they're going to win that game. I think Philly's going to get it done, but, hey, you know, Bonte covers the San Francisco 49ers, so he believes heavily in them, so we'll see what happens. Uh, much luck to him, and if he makes it to Glendale, Arizona, then we'll link up. But <laughs> Jason and Maryland, hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line. LOL, dude is delusional. Eagles are about to smack the Niners up. <laughs> so uh, I ain't going to lie, Jason. I'm kind of with you there. I think that the Eagles are going to handle the, the Niners and give them the business, but – uh, again, I ain't mad at Bonte. I'm glad that he was able to give us some real good insight on Trey Lance. And I'm kind of I'm kind of right there with him when he doesn't think that Trey Lance is going to even be available. I just don't see it as realistic, not with all the options, not all the, the draft capital that they gave up. That's why we were talking about it yesterday. I didn't think it was something that's a possibility. Now I kind of really feel re, you know, kind of backed up, you know, kind of confirmed what I already believed, that he's not going to be available. 
Yeah, it would make sense for him not to be available because even if Brock Purdy beats him out, you still have a backup quarterback on a good contract that right. you feel confident in, obviously, because you gave up all of those picks for him. But for me, I know that Trey Lance, by all accounts, even what Bonte said, he seems like a great guy. But like even now, I think about Jordan Love in Green Bay. Like, how does that really weigh on you as a as a player, as a competitor? Because it's not like, hey, you get a little couple of reps at receiver, even though you're not the guy at quarterback. When you're the backup, you're sitting, you're riding the pond the whole game. Right. So just you know, maybe would he make a stink about it? By all accounts, he seems like not that he's fine with it, but you know, he's not going to be that a malcontent for the team. But maybe you know. Three, maybe year three, year four. Maybe he's like, hey, I'm tired of this. Get me out of here. Right. I want to prove that I can play. That's just, I'm not saying he's got to prove that he can stay healthy. And that's that on too. him. That's on him, right? I mean, he just hasn't proven that he's healthy and can stay healthy. So uh, that's why he's not the starter, right? Brock Purdy wouldn't be in if Trey Lance was healthy. And look, I get it. Football, you can get injured on any play. But when he's had more time injured than he has than he has on the field, it kind of lets you know you know, where, where they stand. And so that's why Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse right now. But I think the thing that makes the most sense is to go into training camp and have a straight-up battle, right? Just straight-up battle. Whoever wins it, wins it. Whoever's the backup is the backup. And that's as simple as it gets, and Jimmy G will be somewhere else. 702-365-9200. We're playing this or that. Would you rather have a badass quarterback or a badass D? Let us know about it. Again, 702-365-9200. Who we got up? One of our favorites, Paul and Temecula. Paul and Temecula. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Paul? What's up, Q? What's up, Damon? How you guys doing? Good. Hey. Um, so let me ask you a question. Is this like a long term or is this just for one season? I mean, this is for the right now. For the right now. I, I, I'm going to have to go say badass quarterback, man. Okay. And why? Um, the, because, like, listen, like, look, look at Joe, right? Like, he hasn't won anything yet, mm-hmm. but that guy's a badass. He went up in Buffalo beat a pretty good defense with the top seven quarterback. And after the game, he had a cigar, and <laughs> he told you how bad he kicked their ass in that game. He did. That's just a – he's a bad dude, right? Right. And and I, I, I know the examples that you brought up, like, you know, Trent Dilford. Right. There's a handful Bulls. of guys. There's a handful of guys. Right. Yeah. And what happened to those guys? Uh, literally, Trent Dilford wasn't there. Doug Peterson got fired. Nick Fold got traded. Because they came back to reality because the average quarterback play. And you have a top-notch, badass quarterback, I think you could hide the deficiencies of an average defense. I like but it. That's just me. No, I like it. That's a good. That's a great explanation. Thank you for the call, Paul. And that goes back to a conversation we had with Amber Theo Harris on, uh, on the radio show, I would say, like a few weeks ago. Matter of fact, right before the last game of the season where she was talking about the fact that you have to have a quarterback – that is a, a, a badass, and not to, those weren't her exact words, but basically you've got to have a quarterback that is so good they give you an opportunity to go to the playoffs consistently year in and year out each and every year, like what you see up in, in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. And look, that's an elite of the elite quarterbacks, but you've seen guys uh, also that are like Joe Burrow. I feel like he's going to be a quarterback that's going to be in the playoffs more times than he won't. You know, guys like Josh Allen, I think he's going to be in the, in the playoffs more times than he won't. Guys like that. So – to Paul's point, it's not wrong, and that's why I'm saying this or that because I think you can make an argument for this or that. Who we got up next? Juan the Smasher. Juan, welcome to the show, brother. What's up, Q? What's going on? I'm chilling. Hey, I know that's right. <laughs> hey, Q, sign me up for that badass defense, man, because I love me some defense, and that's music to my ears. I'm going to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but if I have that badass defense with that D-lineman and that middle linebacker and that strong safety that just shuts boots down – 
smack these fools in the face and make them feel twice like paying child support. You know what I'm saying? And stop all these cats and every time on fourth down, you just stuff them. Give me that, Q. And you guys have a good day. Let's go Raiders. There he goes. Juan the Smasher. I love it, man. I love it. Anytime you can sneak a child support reference into the call, that's a good call. That's a really good call. I like it. I like it. Juan, thank you so much for that fantastic stuff. Sign him up for that badass defense. Well, what am I signing you up for? Let me know. This or that. Would you rather have a badass quarterback or a badass D? Again, this is right now. Right now. And so what that would mean is that the team goes and focuses on making that badass defense in the offseason or their priority is to go get that badass quarterback. Let us know about it. 702-365-9200 or don'tbebroke.com. Text side at 69187, keyword r Don't call us just yet because coming up next, kick off hour number two, Graham Coffee, dogcentral.com. We'll talk all things Georgia Bulldogs and the guys in the draft. It's Radio Nation Radio 920.